And now we'll bring in Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. He was at Harbaugh's press conference earlier today. Superfly said he had a maize and blue uh, boxing robe on, trunks, maize and blue gloves. He's ready to go. How you doing, buddy? Hey, unbiased journalist here, man, just taking it all in, right? So you stole my thunder, though. I've got to tell you, that was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever read uh, from somebody. From a, uh, And we usually don't call out other journalists, but give me a break. And this is part of the mentality and part of the reason that this rivalry has gotten to where it is. Okay, You ignore everything that happened in the Mark D'Antonio era when you're talking about guys with helmets walking across the field and him behind them with a smirk and little brother comments and making fun of Mike Hart's height and everything else and 60 minutes of unnecessary roughness when they're twisting in Robinson's head at the bottom of a pile, but it's somehow Jim Harbaugh's fault that it's come to this. That is embarrassing. It's embarrassing that it was even brought up, let alone put in print or in, in writing. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing I'll say is that uh, when you see the video, uh, if you if you haven't changed your tune on it yet, and I don't care what colors you wear, if that were Michigan players assaulting a Michigan State player in a tunnel or, or an Ohio State player in a tunnel. I would flat out say those guys need to be gone. This is an embarrassment. You don't try to bury it or anything like that. And I said this about Juwan Howard when he, you know, people are trying to compare the situations and it's nothing, nothing close. Let's be honest and say that first. But when I, I said there was no excuse for it and he needed to be punished, he got five games. Michigan not only gave him three, uh, they, they attacked on a couple of extra games for him because they wanted to do the right thing. It always seems like, you know what? It's like, okay, they're going to take the steps necessary as, as the the facts are presented, as they are proven, but there is video out there now, uh, uh, Bill of Jacoby Winman, right in the middle of all of it, and he hasn't been suspended yet. But he was one of the players that was holding uh, uh, onto Jamon Green as he was being built the beaten with a helmet. He puts his helmet back on, holds him. It appears that he takes a punch. So this is the ESPN video, and you can look at it yourself. Uh, Brad Galley from local television down here has it up. But uh, just a, a sad situation, and, and really deflects from the fact that Michigan pounded them, uh, just like we said when predicted that they would. Uh, but it's gotten to a point now where something has to be done, and I'm hoping it's beyond just the Big Ten and beyond a statement. As Jim Harbaugh said today, it needs to be apologies aren't going to cut it in this case. There needs to be some action here by the police, and I think you're going to see that. All right, so Chris, let's just, from what you now have seen with new video from Harbaugh's presser you were at earlier today, we're going to play that in its entirety coming up later here on the Huge Show. Who are the players involved that have been confirmed that you see from the Michigan side to the Michigan State side? Yeah, well, four have been suspended, and you've got that there in front of you. Right. Uh, I don't know the name. Yeah, it's a Tank Brown, uh, Kerry Crump, yeah. uh, Angelo Gross, and Zion Young. Yeah, and I since I you know what I can't uh, I can't comment because I haven't seen I haven't watched enough to see which players were involved other than the video that just came out you see uh, number four and there's only number one number four on the roster and uh, that's Jacoby Winman putting his helmet on and holding the kid and taking a swing it appears while Curry Crump it appears is the one beating uh, Jamon Green with the helmet so uh, then you see uh, to their credit you see some Michigan State players trying to get their their kids back into the tunnel uh this new video shows and i give them credit for that it looks like their director of operations is running away from it believe it or not if that's who we think it is so um i'm not positive but uh it's it's really it's unbelievable when you're watching it you're almost like you know
know, it's like Rod Moore said today, Michigan safety. He said, I couldn't even watch the rest of it, you know, knowing how I feel about Jaden McBurrows. The McBurrows thing is almost even worse. They pull him, as Jim Harbaugh said, separately into the media. There's a, a media tunnel that goes off from the main tunnel, and they pull him over there, and they start beating on him. And it looks like uh, somebody certainly got a punch in there that uh, appears to have caused the nasal injury, and we think it's probably a broken nose Mm. at this point. So uh, it was ugly, man, and there's no excuse for it, as Jim Harbaugh said today, because there were a couple of guys that said, well, well, why were they going into the tunnel? Well, there was video last week of the Michigan players walking up the tunnel. Even after the halftime crap, they were walking up to the tunnel together with their arms around each other and talking about the game, some of these guys that are friends. And as Harbaugh said, in 100 years, this has never happened in a post game incidents so uh and we see it at, at michigan state has one tunnel we saw i can go back to when michigan beat them in 2004 or three up down there and uh chad henney or it might have been 2006 even chad henney going into the tunnel by himself you know as michigan state players are running up there and nothing happened there but it's got to be it's not about okay there's not enough security or this or that this is about decency man and understanding here the bigger picture that this thing's gotten out of control and uh it's it's to the point now, like you said, with this mob mentality, that people think that they can do whatever they want whenever they want, and it's just uh, it's unfortunate. But you know what? Um, they've got games to play on Saturday, as Harbaugh said. They aren't even haven't really even started to think about that yet because they haven't been able to. And and he's very confident that there's going to be some police action here. And and Jermon Green has already pressed charges. We expect more charges will come as more video surfaces. Now, did I see was because again the numbers and everything was it Anthony's number one? Was he? Was he trying to get into the tunnel, pushed out, or was no. well, that wasn't that him? Or, no, that was McBurrows. McBurrows also, yep, he also wears the same number. And okay. Said today, yep, they were walking up the tunnel together. All right, and that's, that's what it. they do. Yep, and Javon Green always goes into the tunnel first, and whether it's because he wants to get out and see his parents or whatever, he always wants to be the first one to the locker room. It happened last week. It happened the week before. It wasn't like he was going up there trying to taunt anybody or anything like that, and there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that these guys were saying anything or doing anything to provoke. Uh, There's always trash talk, though, Bill, and even if they're trash talking, there is absolutely no reason whatsoever uh, to assault somebody for it. It's just the way it is, but we were seeing film. you'll, You'll see film at the bottom of the pile at the end of that game you had michigan state players taking swings at blake quorum at the bottom of the pile after he's tackled when the, when the score is 29 to 7 it's out of control man and it needs to be the, the level of hatred has has really uh, taken this rivalry in a bad direction and if you want to blame somebody uh blame blame you know what when mark d'antonio got here things changed and they thrived on it they absolutely they absolutely ate it up it was like red meat to the fan base and it, it, need, it needs to stop man something or before something really serious, even more serious than this happens. You know, I am looking at the Brad Galley footage, TV guy from ABC 7 in Detroit, and oh my lord, this is a whole nother side of it that I haven't seen, or I don't think a lot of people, even the views aren't super big right now. He posted about an hour ago, I I would think there should be another round of suspensions coming off of this video by Michigan State. And you would think that and you would think that Michigan State already would have seen this, right? And they would have already taken those steps, but they don't. And it, it almost seems like, and this is just my opinion, that they you're sweep, you try to sweep things under the rug. You know, okay. Oh, no no starters get suspended. 
Right, exactly. And uh, and to me, that's disgusting. But that seems to be the culture up there. And I've said this many times. And until that changes, this rivalry is not going to change and things aren't going to change. It's just bizarre to me. Uh, I don't understand it. And uh, you hate to see it. But that's the twist and the turn that this rivalry has taken. You know, there's always been – everybody talks about the respectful rivalry, Michigan and Ohio State. And, yeah, there was some tunnel shenanigans last year and everything else. But at the end of the day, those guys shake hands. And just like the Michigan-Penn State game last week, you see them walking up the tunnel together. For some reason, they can't get there with this rivalry, and uh, and that needs to change, man. Flat out, it needs to change. Otherwise, it's going to get worse and worse. Yeah, I'm looking at this ESPN tunnel video. Yeah, I, I if you're if you're Michigan State, you have got to this video. Who's ever? And again, I'm doing the show live, and I can't really dive in on the numbers. And it was all moving so fast, but anybody. Now caught on this video also needs to be suspended. Don't don't suspend guys who don't play or who are backups and say, you know, which Mel Tucker did today, that they they will cooperate, they will look into it. Uh, and but this video is just God. I'm surprised with so many security and adults around. I'm not gonna. I'm not blaming anybody here, Chris. But with so much security in that tunnel, how were people not like flies on you know what in a second? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And but it looked like some of those security guards were about, uh, you know, as old as my dad. <laughs> you know, it's funny if you're going to have security, have security. But here's the thing: you've got a bunch of guys there. Uh, the testosterone is raging. You've got guys with helmets. One guy puts his helmet back on to, to join into the. He knows exactly what's coming. It looks like Winman puts his helmet back on, holds him, and then takes a swing. And uh, you know what? Do you want to be in the middle of that? Uh, you know what? It's it's crazy. And uh, it it got out of hand quickly. And it, and they were fortunate that it didn't get worse. Uh, let's be honest, because uh, German Green, Jermon's brother, you can see on that video, he's his twin brother. When he gets back to the locker room, because they show the locker room video, he is ready to come out and looks like he's ready to go kill somebody for what they did to his brother. And uh, that Michigan team, from what we heard, we had observers in the locker room when they found out, they were just frothing at the mouth and saying, hey, man, foaming at the mouth, and you know what, let's go you know, get some blood. And the coaches talked him down, and these guys were you know, were really upset. And, uh, and it lasted for a long time. And I guess it lasted through today, is what Jim Harbaugh said. You know, we're still processing this and and everything else. And uh, but it's unfortunate because it took away from the game. You know what? You just want to enjoy a victory against your rival, move on, and whatever. And and, and here we are talking about this uh, on a Monday instead of talking about the football game. And it's it's ridiculous. But it's ridiculous what it's become. It's ridiculous what that culture of hatred has really made this. And it has nothing to do with Jim Harbaugh and any, anything he would have done. And you're talking about the culture of hatred. Uh, at Michigan State towards Michigan, right? Right, absolutely. And it just, you, you sense it. And it just, it's just bizarre to me. And that's not what, you know, you can sit there and say, all right, it's college football, it's 100 years of hate. And when we say that, we don't mean it literally. You know, we all have friends that are Michigan State fans and Michigan State friends that are, that, that you know what, they overlook so much, it seems, when it comes to this rivalry. And it's like, you know what, take off the green and white glasses and take a look at what happened there and tell me that there's any part of that that's not reprehensible. And you know what, if you can't do that, then you just aren't seeing straight. Yeah, that new video, it just adds on, and that's what Harbaugh referenced in his presser today. Another thing that caught me, or caught my attention, and caught me by surprise, Chris, when I was uh, retweeting some of your uh, quotes from Harbaugh at his presser earlier this afternoon, that Mel Tucker had not reached out to Harbaugh yet. That just doesn't feel right. 
It doesn't. It doesn't, and it makes no sense. And remember when Brady Hoke apologized because one of his players put a stake in the ground before the game? Give me a break, you know, and everybody was calling him soft, and some people were saying, well, yeah, that was unnecessary, and so on and so forth. It's not like he assaulted anybody. That was Joe Bolden back in the day. But in a a situation like this, and there was a, a video, too, where it looked like Mel Tucker came in almost immediately after, and I don't know if it was him, but it looked like he slammed the door. Uh, it was pounded the door, pounded his fist into the door. Um, you know what? That should have been the first thing he did, and that should have happened last night. And uh, that, that it hadn't happened yet as of Jim Harbaugh's press conference is really inexcusable. But again, it's part of that culture of, of hatred here where it's like, all right, well, what do we have to do as compared to what should we do? And there's that line there that they never seem to be able to find. And it doesn't make any sense to me, but again, uh, we'll see what happens here in the next few days, Bill, because I think there's going to be there are going to be more video. There's going to be more video evidence. I don't think there's any question there were recruits' parents in the tunnel that were taking videos. Uh, I think there are other angles, maybe some security uh, camera footage that you're going to see in an ABC camera uh, that's a little bit higher. Maybe it's the ESPN camera. I don't know. But uh, Jim Harbaugh alluded to that in his press conference. But uh, it was ugly. It was inexcusable. And anybody who doesn't think so really is part of the problem. Chris Bell for the Wolverine.com joining us. You can follow this story and Hey, by the way, they're a top five team, Michigan. It was a boring game, to say the least. And uh, the only negative I'll take from the game before we go is that they just didn't finish off drives, and they have one of the best kickers in America, if not the best. So, uh, you know, again, uh, defense shows up. Uh, they pound the ball. Nothing flashy, sexy. I just worry that there's a common theme to kind of slow starts with this team. But at the end of the day, their second halves have been very impressive uh, defensively and running the football, and they're still achieving their goals right now moving forward to that showdown with Ohio State. Yeah, and they've got to figure out how to finish in the red zone. They're losing too many yards on early plays in the red zone, and that's really cost them in the last two games. So they, those games could have been 50-3 to three and probably 50-7 to seven if they just would have finished drives, and that's what needs to get better. The passing game needs to get better too, Bill. There are times they're leaving too many plays out there on the field. I don't think it's J.J. McCarthy. It seems schematic to me. Uh, guys are stopping their routes, or maybe the route trees aren't aren't elaborate enough, but it needs to be, it needs to be better if they're going to beat the Ohio State and if they get to the playoff. It was interesting. I think the ESPN FPI had them 50-50 to make the playoff, but only 21% to win the Big Ten. So there is a route to the playoff, even if they don't beat Ohio State, but obviously you'd prefer to do that and the uh, the streak, the drought down there. They haven't won there since 2000, Bill. But uh, keep an eye on Illinois. I think that's the only team that can challenge Michigan the rest of the way. They're playing good football, and that's the game before Ohio State. So a couple good games at the end of the year, but between then, Rutgers and Nebraska, I think they'll take care of business. When I saw the muff punt in the Michigan State game, I said they've gone full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I can't believe we're talking about this. It blows my mind. And the fact that you're sitting there and you have people trying to condone it and saying, well, he did this or he said this, blows my mind. And uh, But that's where we are here in 2022. And I much rather would have broken down the X's and O's here and talked you know, about the running game and how they, they dominated on the ground and how good Blake Corum was again, man. That kid is fantastic, 177 yards. He is a legit Heisman candidate. He won't win it unless maybe he goes off for 250 yards against Ohio State or something. But uh, the job that they've done in that defense under Jesse Minter, uh, Bill, let's talk about that a little bit too. Uh, the adjustments that they made to take Keon Coleman out of that game in the second half and uh, were outstanding. So that's what we should be talking about. Instead, we waste 20 minutes talking about this unbelievable crap that happened. And, uh, and here we are. But uh, what we move on, Bill. 
Yes, we do move on, Chris, in a poetic way. Uh, <laughs> so I, I take it if I invite Comp to tell him more with you and Skeen, that's not going to happen in that foursome. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a good idea, but I will be very interested to see what he has to say. I'm going to, you know, he's coming on next, and I'm going to ask yeah. him as more video has surfaced, as the facts now are out there with what you've heard from the Michigan State side and the Michigan side. We're talking facts, not speculation. Uh, do you regret what you said in the article? I will ask him that question. Yeah, and I'll be listening, and hopefully he... Uh, well, you listen every day. You and Skeen get popcorn and candy, and you listen. <laughs> we do, and we had a great uh, turnout for our podcast last night. He was a little more diplomatic than I was, but uh, I'll tell you, it's tough to watch, man, and it's tough to see that, and uh, it seems to get worse every year. So, again, here's hoping that stops. You know, Chris, what I love about you is you're calm, cool, uh, collected, and you deliver your opinions uh, with a fervor unknown to mankind. <laughs> Sometimes you have to, right? You're and, fine. Uh, you have a right to your opinion. Just say, so you know, comp, yeah. it may be wrong and out of line, but right. we're going to, you know, I'll ask him. Hey, he, yeah. he, he's defending the green and white flag. You yeah. are over the hill. This is like, you know, this is like game of Big Ten Thrones. Right. And you're, <laughs> I don't know about that. You're Chris <laughs> Maximus Ballas. No, even like I said, even if, for example, with all the shenanigans that D'Antonio, you know, for 15 years, which the yeah. fan base loved, and do not, do not, for a second, question that they loved it. They ate oh, it. Oh no, I'm not questioning it, but I'm with. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm not talking about. Don't yell at me now, though. Hey, this isn't the, this is whole number eight. This isn't whole number eight at Tullymore. <laughs> me, man, but uh, if, the, if the roles were reversed, uh, don't tell for a second. I would be like, there's no excuse for that. I don't care what Mark D'Antonio did to stoke the flames of this rivalry or whatever. You do not assault a kid in the tunnel like that, especially with your helmet like that. They could have put him in, uh, I mean, they put him in harm's way, man, like you wouldn't believe. Uh, there, It's like Jim Harbaugh said, he's not even sure if Jamon Green's going to play on Saturday night against Rutgers. He said, we haven't gotten there yet, but they were both injured. So, And charges were pressed, and he said apologies won't do it. So we'll see what the next step is here. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider, checking in his thoughts on the tunnel uh, after the game. It dwarfed everything, and it's made headlines nonstop, and the new video keeps coming out, and it's going like wildfire, and Harbaugh was fired up at his presser today, and we'll have that press conference in its entirety on the huge show coming up later. You can follow uh, Michigan season, uh, the start of the basketball season, and also the latest on what happens from the Tunnel Melee at the Wolverine.com. Chris, I appreciate your opinions. You bet. Thanks, Billy. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be a longtime partner of both Michigan State and Michigan Athletics.